Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Yes, we are back with another week of the Frontier Freedom Hour, hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. This week, we are talking water, water, water with some of the best experts out there in the country with regards to what's happening in the Western United States. We're going to be speaking with Greg Walcher. Greg Walcher, just listen to this bio. Greg Walcher, president of the Natural Resources Group, senior advisor, Dawson and Associates, former cabinet secretary, Colorado Department of Natural Resources, former president of the Natural Resources Secretary's National Organization. Just really an expert when it comes to Western water issues, which is what we're going to dive into. If you're not aware of this, Western water issues is one of the most important issues. There's an old saying in Colorado that uh, that went like this. Whiskey's for drinking and water's for fighting, because that's really what matters, especially out here out west. <laughs> you know, you may you may think your whiskey is important, but it's really your water. And there's a whole host of issues. You've got record low water levels in Lake Mead and the Hoover Dam. You've got drought issues. You've got fights with the state of Nebraska over water issues. So you may not think this is a huge issue if you live in the suburbs, you live in the city of Denver, Boulder, because you just turn on your tap water and there's no problem at all. Where I live, I live on a small little ranch out in Elizabeth, Colorado. We're on well water uh, and we're sharing that aquifer with thousands and thousands of people. And so at any point, I could go turn on my faucet and nothing comes out. And that affects your family, it affects your livestock, it affects your livelihood. If one day you don't have water, it's not just attributed to not paying your water bill, it is because uh, we've run out of water. If you're down in Douglas County, you know there's been a big fight over possibly piping in water from the San Juan Valley. This has to do with water rights and who gets to use the water. And just think about it broadly. So I was a river guide for five summers. I spent every single day for five full summers sitting on the back of a boat going down the Arkansas River uh, with water. You have the ski industry. The ski industry needs water. Otherwise, you can't go skiing. That water then gets saved up in lakes, like in Twin Lakes, which then releases the water into Browns Canyon, which is where we rafted. You have all these rafting industries, all these people employed by that. You have cities like Buena Vista and Salida that are all right alongside the Arkansas River there. They, they rely on that. The fishing industry relies on all that. Then all that water heads on down towards Pueblo, it gets stored down there and becomes used for farmers. So you lose the water there. The water dries up. I remember in year 2002, I was a river guy. That was the year that Colorado was on fire. I think it was the Hayman fire. And we had the governor, uh, Bill Owens, saying the whole state's on fire, which didn't really help the tourist industry. But we had record low waters. In fact, I'm looking at the what's called the CFS index, cubic feet per second through Browns Canyon just right now. Their minimum ever recorded was in 2002. So let me give you a sense of where we were and where we should be. So the median average for CFS, so that's the amount of water flowing through a particular point in the river, and they, they drop a little thing down, they measure it, should be about 1,400 CFS. So in 2002, the year I was a river guide, I was my second year, we were at 305. So we dropped from 14. 150, so 1,450 to 305 gives you a sense of how bad that year is. 
This year's not great either. We're at 804. So it's not the worst it's ever been, but it's way below, almost half of where it should be. And so your whitewater rafting experience isn't nearly as great because you don't have the big waves and lots of fun and the big splashing. So that industry kind of hurts. That hurts the economy. It hurts all the tourism that happens in those communities. And then all that water goes down to the farmers. They don't have enough water. And so they're fighting over it. And you have rules and laws going back to the 1800s that manages all this. So you can understand and start to see why water is so important in the state of Colorado, because at some point we may have people that just don't have water. I'm here with uh, producer Jamie Erker, Director of Communications at the Centennial Institute. Jamie, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. She put together a whole bunch of stats uh, to give you a sense of what we're dealing with here. Let me just read this up uh, for you. Combined water storage at Lake Mead and Lake Powell has steadily been decreasing since 1999. It was at 90% in 1999 and has dwindled to a little over 30% as of January 2022, the lowest it has been in the 23-year period. Now, we flew out in December with all these congressmen and all these senators and all their staff from the Western United States. We're part of this organization called the Western Caucus. We help support them because Part of the work we do at the Centennial Institute and the Western Conservative Summit is to make sure that Western issues are highlighted. So we're members of this. We all flew out. We all stood right there on the dam uh, walkway, the Hoover Dam walkway. And we looked down and you could see the big bathtub ring around Lake Mead and just Lake Powell and how low it is. We flew helicopters over and got to see just how bad it is. I mean, really historic lows. And part of this is use. So we have been developing all these communities in Las Vegas and California, just with almost out restriction, these new housing developments, and they're taking water. So use is going up, farmers need it, and they just don't have the ability to, to address it. Now, when Greg Walter joins us a little bit later in the show, we're gonna talk about solutions, but I want you really to get an understanding of some of the problems here. Jamie, what are some of the other stats you, you discovered with regards to the water problems here in the state? You know, one of the interesting stats that I was that I found um, when I was doing some research was for California alone, the 2020-2021 drought cost the agricultural sector $1.1 billion and 8,750 full-time or part-time jobs. The economic impact that water issues can have on any state is insane. Um, and nobody talks about the fact that water is such an instrumental part of the success of the agricultural industry. Um, it provides energy. It's for recreation. It's for all these different sectors of the economy. And we all just talk about, well, oh, there's a drought. And you just think, oh, there's no rain. That's sad. But you're not actually talking about here are the economic impacts. Um, in that same study, they're estimating that for total Calif for California's total economic impact, it was around 1.7 billion or 14,634 jobs. That's crazy. And that's only one state. That uh, That's not getting into the rest of the Western region, which has been impacted by that drought. Um, another study I did find was from uh, NOAA. And by December 2021, the Southwest region alone saw $5 billion in disaster costs just because of a drought. Serious, serious green. Yeah. N not the right type <laughs> not of green. Not the right type of green. <laughs> <laughs> serious green. Well, and uh, so when you're talking about energy issues, a lot of people yeah. don't know this, but the power that goes into the city of Las Vegas comes from the Hoover Dam. Right. Okay, so you have intake uh, intake valves that, that bring in water from 
Lake Mead through Hoover Dam, and it turns turbines that then generates power to the city of Las Vegas. They were within 30 feet of those intake pipes. Within 30 feet, the drought was so low that if it dropped within 30 more feet, they wouldn't have been able to power Las Vegas. Well, and that's the thing. Nobody actually puts stock into what water issues mean for the West. Um, because of that energy, because of economic issues that come with it, no, we should be taking these water issues a lot more seriously and talking about the fact, yeah, we, we are experienced, we've experienced a very significant drought from 2020 to 2021. Numbers are starting to go up this year, but it's going to take a long time for us to fully recover from that drought when we've already been seeing years of drought starting around the year 2000. When we come back here in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Greg Walcher. He's one of the most recognized and respected national leaders in natural resource policy. In addition to his popular blog, Resources and Reality, he writes a weekly newspaper column on Western resource issues and is the author of Smoking Them Out, The Theft of the Environment and How to Take It Back, now in its second Printing. He is a frequent and popular speaker at conferences in the state and around the country, and he's a fellow at the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. So we really do have one of the foremost experts in water resource and resource policy that's going to be joining us for the next three segments as we not only dive into the problems we're facing in the Western United States, but what do we need to do about it? Because if you talk to the left, their whole solution is you got to drive less. Right? And we right. pointed this out during our last show, that one wildfire in California in one state was the equivalent of 24 million cars driving 365 days. Right. So one car that becomes, quote, an EV car, which is not em emissionless, it, mm -hmm. it just means that it's coal powered, is not going to make a huge difference when we have exactly. these giant wildfires. So the idea that it's your car, uh, not, not the biggest issue when we're dealing with these wildfires. So we actually need reasonable solutions. We can't go back to the 1500s, which, you know, a lot of people don't understand. You go back to the 1500s, 1600s, if you want to heat your house, you burned wood. There was smog everywhere. All right. So we're not going to just go back to those old days and things are going to be great. Uh, you dealt with a lot of environmental issues even back then. In fact, we probably have a cleaner country now than we've ever had in the history of the United States. So we need real conservative thoughtful, industry-supported solutions that just aren't go back to the Stone Age and, and don't drive a car and those types of things. So Greg Walcher will be coming up in just a few minutes as we get back from this program. I do want to point out that we're thinking of putting together an entire conference at Colorado Christian University on water issues this fall. Uh, we think this is something that, that is very important. So as we're kind of planning out and trying to address these issues, uh, Tune in. This is this is going to be an issue that we may bring people together because, as I've learned, the left can't provide a solution to anything. They never have solutions. And we're facing all these challenges. We're facing farm challenges. We're facing recreation challenges, facing energy challenges in the Western United States. They don't have solutions. And so it's really up to us to not only complain about the problem, but provide real-world ideas and solutions that can solve these. So when we come back, Greg Walter, one of the most recognized and respected national leaders in natural resource policy. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back. <music> 